Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. We'll spend a few minutes in the Word, then we're going to come back to this place. I want to talk to you today. Byron spoke this morning, had a magnificent Word and a Word that I would really encourage that you listened to podcasts this week. If you did not hear it this morning, it was a very, very important word. He spoke about make a declaration. It was very, a very good word and it was right and it was on time. And tonight I, I have simply called this message just a quick, simple message. It's called The Stretch. Are you excited? No one really is because immediately when I say that word, the stretch, then we often think about it in a sense that what does that mean for me? What will it cost me? Well, this word stretch is a great word, but this word stretch can mean so many different things to different people depending on where you are right now. To stretch means to reach as far as possible in a certain direction or in a particular direction. Or it can mean that you have stretched and you have covered a great distance. And I always look back and, you know, just our walk with God from the time that, that we, we were told about Jesus Christ to the moment when we received Him as Lord and Saviour. And I look now and I see what the last 40 years have become. And it has been a stretch But I look and see everything that God has taught us, the journey He's had us on, and it has been an amazing, amazing direction that God has had us. We've covered a great distance. We've covered a a great distance. You only have to remember those early times, and perhaps this is your story right now, but be encouraged. Maybe those times for you when you were just an infant in your faith when you didn't really know anything, but everything was exciting. Going to church was exciting. And I've got to tell you, 40 years later, going to church is still exciting. Coming into the house of God and worshipping and praising His name is still exciting. Coming and serving God's people and serving Him, following out the ways of God is still exciting. We have come a great distance And God has not finished yet. Aren't you glad about that? Stretching, what does that mean? For you, a picture may come in your mind, a thought may come, but to stretch, as I mentioned, means this, to cause something to reach as far as possible. How far could you reach in your walk with God? How far do you want to go with Him? But also to stretch means to be made capable Because we so often think of stretching as there's pain involved and yet God is making us capable. To stretch means to be made longer or wider without tearing or without breaking. You see, if your stretch that you're on right now is breaking you, that your life is falling apart, if the stretch that you're on right now is doing your harm, then stop and think, maybe God has not ordained that stretch. 
the load that you're carrying today just may not be the load that God has placed upon you because the load and the stretch He puts on us is not to do us harm. It is not to bring us damage. It is not to bring us undone. It is not to cause us to fall apart. The stretch He puts on us is a stretch that makes us capable and does us good. To stretch has a purpose to it. Some might stretch their physical bodies, arms, legs, things going in all places to keep your physical body moving. There is a negative side to stretching. If you stretch your finances, if more is going out than what is coming in, then that will create pressure and strain. That's not a good stretch. But there's many things we can talk about stretching and We only have time for me to focus on one track tonight. I want to encourage you this year. I want to encourage you this year, don't lose your courage. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose a sense of expectation and, you know, what God is able to do. Many situations try to rob you of that perspective Because it's true, your faith has been and will be, and perhaps right now, is stretched in all kinds of places, and yet we're in a race. And it's a race that's not over yet, and that race does involve, at times, stretching. The greatest strength training training that you will ever do is when your faith is stretched, But it's the kind of stretch that keeps you in the race. It's the kind of stretch that makes your faith mature. It's the kind of stretch that even though I've been stretched, I can still declare that He is the Lord of my life. This journey, this walk, this relationship that you have with God, it does and will require stretching. But the miracles and the breakthroughs And the changes are found along the journey of the stretch as we press toward the goal of our high calling. You see, there's no life in stagnant waters. Go to any stagnant pool and there's no no real life there. Maybe mosquitoes, but no significant life there. And perhaps for you, this last season, it has felt like a stagnant pool. Well, you know what the stretch does. The stretch will cause you to confront where you got stuck, to confront what caused the stagnation in your life. The stretch will have you saying, I am no longer capable, willing or able or give permission for that stagnation, that pool around my life. I will no longer stay in a pool of unbelief for even though it has been like a stagnation around about me, I will find my voice of praise and faith in a God who is faithful. People may not have been faithful, but your God has. That's how you get out of the stagnation. The cry within you, the sound within you. That sound within you sometimes is small. That sound within you sometimes is nothing more than a whisper, Jesus, I still love you. 
That sound within you at times can be a shout of faith. Sometimes it's a declaration of faith. But it's that sound that comes out of you like the blind man that caused Jesus to stop and to heal that man in his condition. That sound that is rising up again has cost you something. That sound when you didn't feel like it, didn't want to, that sound, even though there's been a stretch, it is that sound that you find again that will open up the windows of heaven. And God said, I will pour out a blessing that you will not be able to contain. The blessing of God wants to overtake you. It is a sound within you that hope can be reestablished. And God will start to open things up again for your future to go forward. Your future does not belong in stagnation. God is a river. There is life in the river. And every promise from God is a picture of the possibilities. But it takes the stretch on our part to reach beyond whatever your now is right now. To reach whatever your life looked like last year, it does take a stretch. We mention faith here a lot and so we should because when the Bible puts words there that without it, we cannot please God, we need to talk about our faith. We need to talk about where our personal faith is at. We need to talk about as a church, where is our corporate faith? We need to talk about how is your faith doing right now? Don't always ask how this is doing, how that's doing, where that's going, where this going. How is your faith in God? Let's talk about that. How are you feeding your faith? How is your faith getting stronger? How are you staying in your race? What are you doing about that? We've got to talk about faith because God said without it, we're in stagnation. I don't know how we do the walk without it. From what I understand about my faith, it is actually more natural to believe than not to believe because we are born of the Spirit of God. If it's all about our determination, our diligence, our sheer grit, just stick it out to the very end then we've relied upon ourselves and not upon a mighty, powerful God. But sometimes it takes a stretch to get there. There's been times, for me, it's been a stretch. When things have pressed at you from every side, not in one area, not in two, but sometimes in multiple areas. When there's things that have pressed and pulled at your thoughts, pulled at your emotions, pulled at your stability, and yet God somehow stirs something within your spirit because we are born of the Spirit of God. To stretch out your hand and to marry your voice up with His voice and make a declaration that what He has said is right. What he has said is real. What he has said is true. And even though my circumstances aren't like that, what he has said is right. The circumstances are the ones that are false. The circumstances are the ones that are not real. But what God has said is right and it's real. And when the stretch in you gets to that place of saying, I will marry up my voice with a declaration of what my God said, God is able to shift things out of 
of the way. Moses knew something about this. Exodus chapter 14, verse 21 through to 27. It says, then Moses. I wonder what was happening before the then. Sometimes you have to get to your personal then. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And all that night, the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them and all of Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea during the last watch of the night. The Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and threw it into confusion. He made the wheels of their chariots come off so that they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, let's get away from these Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them and against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and their horsemen. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and at daybreak the sea went back to its place. I want to encourage you tonight. You've got a part to play. You've got a part to play in all of this. I want to let you know freshly tonight that God still responds to obedience to his word. I want to let you know tonight that faith and obedience still works. That our stretch is the part. God the Father stretched when he sent his only son to hang upon a cross. We cannot imagine what a stretch that was for our heavenly God to do that. But God's power is just as powerful as it always was. His purpose is just as important as it always was. And when his power and his purpose meet together, it makes room for God to move. The stretch of faith or the stretch of courage or the stretch of obedience is not always easy. It can and it will probably cause some pain and some tears at times. And when I look back in hindsight, how wise we are when we look back, when we're on the other side of it, we are so wise. We can tell everyone, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. But when we're the ones in it, we wonder where is this God? Why is his word not working? Why am I even bothering to go down this road? And then you look back in hindsight and you see this, that the invisible hand of God was there the whole way through. And he has, by his grace, his mercy, his faithfulness, has worked all things out together for good. The things that you thought would do you harm, finish you off, God said, I'm working it out and it will be okay. On the screen, you might recognise these little guys. They're not there yet. There they are. I saw them on TV. And I've had a personal little 
something for these people. They're not people, but they, they remind me of people. And I've seen the ad on TV and I kind of like them. I knew very little about them until recently, but I was drawn to them and they're on that crazy little ad, whatever it is, on TV. And I didn't even know what they were. Are they an oversized rodent or what? But I've since found out that they belong to the mongoose family. Well, we've just come back off holidays and my my family bought me this pass to go to Australia Zoo. Ashamed to say I've never been. Isn't that bad? You know, Australia Zoo. And finally went and um, they gave me a pass to go feed the meerkats. And I didn't really know what it was all about or what to expect. And then when I had to sign the waiver form, I thought, maybe I've showed too much excitement to the family. I mean, do they bite? Are they carrying rabies? What is the story with these guys? And this is how it turned out. And so there I am with these meerkats sitting on my, my lap right there. And there's something about, there's some more photos, I think. Just flick the, the one on my head thing. Not good for the hairstyle. And I, I did hope that none of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was fascinating. And then, but the thing that I learned about these meerkats was this is that they understand community. They operate in community. They are not independent of each other. And even though they might be doing different things at at different moments, they actually understand the power and the sense, there's a strong sense of community within them. And then while all this is going on, I noticed that one of the meerkats was doing this. Have you got that that photo of that one meerkat? There he is. Just one. The rest of the community are feeding and resting and climbing all over us and all the rest of it. And while this is all going on, there would be one meerkat standing up like that. And what I asked about it And one meerkat at all times is on sentry duty. And he stands like that for one hour. And then at the end of that hour, in his posture position that Byron mentioned about this morning, he watches and he guards to keep all the others safe from potential danger and threats. But this one on sentry duty has a certain alarm system. And he has different alarms for different threats. But there's always, at all times, one on sentry duty. And then while all this is going on, everything changed. And all of a sudden, all of them stood up like that. There should be a photo of the whole group. There they are. And all of a sudden... All of them are standing to attention. And I asked the keeper that was explaining things to us, I said, what, what just happened? And she went like that and she pointed upwards and there was a plane going overhead. And all of these guys were on high alert on sentry duty because they thought the plane was an eagle. 
and they thought that they could have been under threat. They would stretch out their necks, they would watch, and then when the danger had passed, then they went back to what, how it was before, one on watch and all the others feeding and resting. And as I'm watching this community interact with each other and I'm watching this community in the way that they went about things, it reminded me of the scripture of Jesus saying to the disciples, could you not watch with me for just one hour? At the most critical time, I mean, these little creatures in the animal kingdom operate with the very same principle that we as believers in Jesus Christ have been spoken by the word in the same way. But it reminded me of two things. It reminded me of the power of community. Not just the power in it, but the importance in it. The proximity of our community, our church community. And it reminded me of the dangers that are in isolation and independence. But it also spoke to me about the right kind of communication because these guys were for each other. They were not against each other. They were for each other. And the communication that went on within community was all about their well-being, their safety, keeping the community together. It spoke to me about how a community operates better together. It spoke to me about how God has called us to be a whole and not a part, even though we've all got parts to play. And as I say those words tonight, that could be your stretch right now. That could be a real stretch for you right now to stay on the path and to stay on the constant path of church community. That could be an enormous stretch to you based on whatever has happened in your life in recent times. And yet it's in proximity, it's in community that you will again find your feet. You will again find your breath. You will again find life. You will again find meaning and recovery and health and healing. It's in community that we find our footing for our destiny. And it's in community that we find that declaration, peace to the storm, be still. Matthew 12, verse 13. Amy, team, can I have you back? And we'll sing that Waymaker as we close. Matthew 12, verse 13 speaks of this. Then he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And so he stretched it out and it was completely restored. Just as sound as the other. The two words that I liked the most in this scripture was, of course, we're speaking in the context of the stretch, but I really like those words completely restored. I pray this often. God, let there be a complete restoration. Let there be a complete reconciliation. 
Let there be a complete healing. Let there be a complete work, the work that you begun. Let it be completed for your glory because He doesn't do half measures. He doesn't do half jobs. He completes what He began in your life. And you say, well, this has gone on and that's gone on. I don't care. You know, you can live on this side of the cross or on that side of the cross. You can live in a Job moment and say, oh, poor me, I've lost this and this has gone down. And you can stay with a Job mentality or you can live with a Christ mentality. The cross is all about resurrection and life, healing, declaration, future and hope. It is about what the way maker has done for your life. I like that word declaration. I live in that place often. And I tell you what declaration does. It breaks off me victim. It breaks off me disappointment. It breaks off me sadness. It breaks off me depression. It breaks off me every dream that got shattered to pieces. And what it does, it shifts me from here and it takes me to there before a throne of grace. And it causes me to stop rehearsing what the past has looked like. And it has me starting to rehearse and declare what the way maker has done. And it changes you. It changes everything. Don't rehearse what has been. Stretch out again and let your mouth be used and rehearse the words of God. Let me encourage you. You might have been here the last few weeks. We have not. So it's our first Sunday back. But make a declaration to yourself that I will this year stay in constant community of the church. Make a declaration this year. Imagine what our church community could look like if we stood watch. If we stood watch and prayed for one hour for our church. I've thought a little bit about this. I don't know whether something will form out of this or not, but I've thought about those little meerkat guys. And I thought, what if we had a tag team like they do? What if we had a tag team and for one hour you pray for family and for the next hour you pray for our children's church and for the hour after that you pray for our university students and the hour after that you pray for the backslider and the hour after that you pray for our leaders and we tag team throughout this year. I wonder on the December this year what our church could look like if we stood watch for one hour, just one hour. I wonder what would take place in church community. As I speak that my mind is thinking the possibilities of that. But right now, I want us to stand. We're going to declare the way maker. Maybe for you this year, you need a job, you need a breakthrough with employment. Maybe for you, finances, you just, you just got to see some changes happening there. 
I'm going to ask Amy and team to sing this because I don't want you to look at me. I don't want you to look at the team. I don't want you to look around about the room. I want you to look up and see the God of your salvation. I want you to look up and see the way maker. I want you to look up and see your provider. And I want you to begin to declare and call in the promises of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amy and team, lead us, please.